Okay, what was the thing you wanted? To I already do? had a clip picked out. <laughs> oh no, I just had a, I just had like a general anime question, oh. which I've been talking to a friend about, and I never get a fucking straight answer. But my question is just, why do people like slice of life animes? You know, like I, like what's what's the draw for a slice of life? Anime? Oh, can I can I go real quick? My yeah. life's shitty and depressing, so maybe I just want happy for once. Okay, but when you look at a slice of life anime, half of it, half of a slice of life is just fucking cooking food, and I feel like just watching real chefs cook real food is so much more satisfying. I think for me, it's just sometimes I just need it's like a comfort show. Like I know nothing's gonna go wrong, and I know it's just gonna be. I get to see characters I like be happy for a change. Is that cool? I like it. <laughs> Don't you want to see, like, Itadori be happy for once? No. Akamai Got Kill was actually on the list. However, one that kept coming up besides Platinum End was <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what it's called. I think it has it's like a forward anime starts with a P. I don't okay. want to say what it's called because I'm gonna mess up. But apparently it's a slice of life anime in the worst possible way. It in was the worst possible way. It's a slice of life anime where the these two people or these kids discover that they have a power and the girl's power is insatiable hunger and her little brother's power is regenerative body parts. Oh. And it's a sick. slice of life incest anime. <laughs> Yeah. They say it's a slice of life. Yeah, say, they oh. took slice of life literally. Yeah. Slice, slice of life. Of life. <laughs> I read that today. And then they show him like cooking oh. it and it's all aesthetic and shit. <laughs> and he's like bleeding out. <laughs> yeah, I read that literally today and my face is just like the disgusted uh, Demon Slayer guy when he's like looking at someone he's like, ugh. Yeah, <laughs> that's that kind of gross. I feel like I also just kind of like, sometimes I just like to watch something and turn my brain off, and Slice mm -hmm. of Life anime is like great that. for that. <laughs> That's the face I, I had like Fucking Slice of Life is the shit that gets my neurons firing. I love that shit. What? I like, like, more shows sort of like Toradora, like things with good character writing and like actual complex yeah, interactions between characters that you can like take a step back from and try and analyze. I live for shit like that. I majored in English for like two years. <laughs> I think like most people watch Slice of Life because it's something they're lacking in their day to day. Like for, for instance. So it's like a fills the void. Kind of. Yeah. If, yeah, if someone had like a shitty like high school experience and they start watching like a Slice of Life about just cute high school girls doing cute high school things. Like mm -hmm. you kind of, it kind of fills that void that you didn't actually have that growing up and it feels like these guys are like your friends in a way and you're watching them do things that you wish you could have done so it kind of fills the void of like what you could have done 
Same mm, with like a uh, place yeah, further like, than the universe. Like those girls went out, went to fucking Alaska or Antarctica or whatever. <laughs> you know. I wish my mom died in Antarctica. Alaska is <laughs> really hard. Don't let your parents hear this episode. <laughs> but anyway, like they went out and did something, and that's like a, that's basically a slice of life anime in a sense. Okay, but... it's like living a fantasy. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. fantasy. Oh, so that makes sense. But then, why would you watch? an anime for it instead of like a live action romance or like a like even if you're watching like a k-drama or something like what's the draw for an animated slice of life versus like a recorded like maybe it's too acted real out thing i like drawings uh, <laughs> i think i think the drawings help because like if it's like irl type stuff maybe that's too real versus like the fantasy of an anime Okay. I want to give a counterpoint. I actually really like watching okay. Slice of Life that are sort of similar to my life experiences. Like, the first anime okay. I watched was Year Lie in April, and I was a big fan nerd all growing up, and it felt mm-hmm. nostalgic, and I felt like I could relate and empathize with the characters, even though they, like, turn everything up to 11. Every performance is, like, the most important day of their life, and they're like, ah, it's a yeah. show. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it felt like the emotions were still there and I liked watching characters go through uh, a sort of version of things that I've gone through. Okay. I think that kind of slice of that. So like reliving sort of. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think the slice of life anime that like fires my neurons is, um, is new game. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, imagine graduating from high school and immediately working for your favorite video game company and meeting so like your hero and working mm-hmm. under her immediately what yeah. a fucking life to live i would say any slice of life usually for me that res- revolves around like the gaming stuff kind of like new game and gamers and stuff that's probably what gets yeah. me going because i enjoy the camaraderie between friends because i don't really have like close knit friends in high school and stuff and just watching mm. like people play games and stuff in high school something I wish I could have done and seeing mm. it happen in anime makes me feel all happy cuz it's like yay I get to see them enjoying stuff <laughs> and I wish I had that Wait till you <laughs> find out about sports anime Yes sports anime are fine I guess but eh. I don't like sports. I've liked all the ones I've seen I so love, far I fucking love sports Imagine if we watched Skiffinity. That would have been our first sports <laughs> anime. Sick. It would That's have been like crazy if doing not sports. me fucking put on our first sports anime. I almost it's did true. it. <laughs> I was going to say, I also just like don't really watch live action stuff to answer your question. I'll watch uh, probably like one or two live action shows a year. Uh, I don't watch a lot either. It's not because I like don't like live action stuff it's just because there's so much anime that i'm still interested in and i'm frankly more interested mm. in than watching anything live action so i just keep watching anime i just I watch think... garbage i just feel like there's just a <laughs> lot of like live action shows that don't interest me i think well for me probably the biggest reason i even started watching anime was uh because i wanted to like i wanted it to help me learn japanese that's best. um so that was like a huge reason I got into it at all. But I also feel like now at this point, I'm just, I'm also just like the anime episodes are less of a commitment than like a live action show. 
Yeah. Most live action shows are like 45 minutes or like an hour or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I'm, it feels like even if I watch, you know, three anime apps, it feels more like, oh, I'm <laughs> like, I got to sit down and watch fucking Breaking Bad or whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah. yeah. And like yeah. pay attention That's and based. like whatever. <clears throat> but like in anime, it's just like, oh, I could just, you know, just turn it on for like 20 minutes and go back to work if I need to. Yeah. Um, the only based. real life TV shows I watch are the really shitty ones on Netflix, like Love is Blind and stuff. Because I get into that mindset. Yeah, I get into that mindset where I just sit down and finally I click something on Netflix. It's generally one of those, like that, or cooking shows or whatever, like the competitions. Yeah. Cooking shows are goaded, honestly. Can I I give a shout out to a live action show that I feel like is basically just like a live action anime? Isn't it going to be the Alice one? Yeah. Alice in Borderland. Yeah. What a great show. You know it has another season? Yeah. I watched season two. Season two is fucking great. It's actually pretty good. So it's like this gamer gets trapped in this world of death games and then he basically just has to survive. And there's a lot of like mystery and drama and shit. And I was all about it. It's pretty good. Mm. I liked it. Imagine being a gamer. It It was about being a gamer. Yeah. But me and my friend started watching uh, Fiona and Cake. Oh, dude. So good. It's super good. It was so good. Yeah, if you're like a, if you were like a Adventure Time kid or whatever, yeah. I didn't even finish Adventure Time, so I don't know all of the lore, but yeah, we watched the first couple episodes and we were like, this is actually like really good. No, it was really good, especially yeah. that opening, like the yeah. intro. It's so yeah. ju- it's so good. Yeah, yeah, it was, and it's like a, it's a lot more adult than um, Adventure Time is. So. Adventure yeah. Time got adult at the end. Dude, that Fiona, the Fiona, the first one with like Fiona Sanding, that felt too real for being an adult. Yeah, it was, (laughs) yep. (laughs) Yeah, I I would definitely recommend that to Adventure Time fans. I would recommend that too. It was was cool. It was cool. I'll have to check it out. Uh, Anyways. Toradora. What's up, gamers (laughs) and non gamers alike? Welcome to the Oyasumi X Anime <laughs> Podcast Toradora episode. Uh, my name is Dylan. I picked the show, so you'll be hearing mostly my voice, I assume. Uh, I'm here with my friends Brittany. Hello. Ray. Hello. And Parker. Hello. Uh, so I guess let's just fucking get started. What'd you guys think? Uh, I rated an eight. If anything, <laughs> uh, that's this is actually Solid. lower than most of the anime I've been watching lately. Surprise, except for Spider. I think I rated that a seven. I'm sorry, Parker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Spider's uh, number one in my heart. I think out of he's so generous. <laughs> <laughs> I think out of our friend group, I rate things like pretty high, just because I enjoy things in general. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought Toradora is pretty great. I liked it a lot. The first time I ever watched Toradora was, like, months ago. I watched one episode in the gym because I mm. had, like, an ongoing thing with Sean saying, I can finish anime, which I can't. And <laughs> he said, watch Toradora. You won't. And I said, you, you know what? I will. And then I started the first episode in the gym. And I only, like, <laughs> could have... It. Yeah, I did. I could only have pay attention, and I didn't really like it as much. And then, lo and behold, Dylan chose it. So fuck me, I guess. So then I had to watch it all. Yeah. And actually, I liked it. So... Yeah, I'd give Torador an eight. That was that was my impression of it. I like the small small girl liking big boy, <laughs> as the memes go nowadays. <laughs> I would agree. 
I gave it an 8 as well. I thought it was pretty good. It's just, you know, it's the classic romance anime. I, I thought the mm -hmm. characters were a lot, uh, pretty, I thought the char characters, except for, like, the one male, the other male protagonist, he yeah. sucked ass. All the other ones mm. were, like, decently complicated characters, and, like, they had their intricate relationships. It was pretty good. I think the one thing I didn't like about it, like, the one big thing that, like, stood out for me that I didn't like was the ending. I'm not a huge, I wasn't a huge fan of the ending. Mm. I can see that. And just, like, and just, like, where it went. Would you have preferred? Are you talking about like the very ending? Or no, just, just like the just like the last ending. episode and a half just was mm. unsatisfying to me. I was like, time step, time step, time step, time step. I'm like, dude, yeah. can we stop? Slow down. Where the yeah. fuck did this come from? It felt like it went. It felt like it felt rushed and like yeah, like not as well. It didn't follow like the pacing that everything else set up before then. Mm -hmm. Which, I, I would agree. Which I didn't really like. But I overall, mean, I thought it was pretty good. When a specific scene happened in, like, water, I and they said something, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying, right? Yeah. I was, I was I mean, like, excuse me? And then as they, <laughs> they went along with it until they didn't. And then I, I, was like, I was, while they're still going along with it, I was like, Excuse me. I was saying to myself, "Yo, when did this become Tony Tawa?" Yeah. Yeah. I I was pretty baffled. fast, dude. I was baffled beyond belief until you know until the end, of course. But still, even the yeah. ending. I think the it was okay. I gave it a seven. Um, yeah. I it's thought like generous. episodes two through like fifteen or sixteen or so. Were pretty strong because i like the concept of like them helping each other out uh but then after that point it kind of stops focusing on the main protagonist and starts going into all these other characters and frankly i don't really give a shit about the other characters. <laughs> like i don't they weren't that interesting to me at all and i think some of the execution really missed the landing for me for some of the characters and for me it was like why are we even going into these characters at all um there's like a there's a couple of them where it's like they have to because they're involved in like the love square or whatever the fuck they're dealing with yeah but um <laughs> i think like i really liked when they were sticking more to like the initial concept and they were like yeah slowly falling in love with each other and helping each other at the same time trying to get like the people they were saying they're in love with or initially in love with yeah um i thought that was cute and i thought that was like the core of the story but I also will say that after episode, like, two or three, they, like, like, if you don't know the what's going to happen, they, like, tell you what's going to happen. Because <laughs> they're just, like, because there's that scene where Tyga's just, like, oh, he called me Tyga. And I was, like, okay. So we know they're going to end up together. <laughs> By, like, the end of ep two, I'm, like, are, am I really going to watch all of this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, the answer is I had to, but That's yeah. That's right. <laughs> I, uh, I found the show brave for even introducing a bisexual character, though, at the time. Because, yeah. like, I kind of looked up, it was, like, in the early 2000s. That's pretty brave of them to even mention, like, the idea of it. Because yeah, on Crunchyroll, <laughs> oh, well, because on Crunchyroll, I think they put Toradora on there in, like, 2016 or something. So I was reading, like, how it was posted then. It was, like, comments from nine years ago. I was like, wow. People are acting like this isn't, like, progressive enough. And then yeah. I see, like, when it was actually, like, released, I was like, ah, I understand now. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen a certain pairing at the end, of course, but I guess we'll get into Dylan's hosting before I even get into it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't feel like I need to butt in. If you guys want to talk about something, fucking go for it. Say your well, shit. I want to hear your opinions. You yeah, of course. Oh, girls? shit, my bad. <laughs> uh, so hey, you I first show. saw Toradora in like 2016 when they first put it on Crunchyroll. Uh, this is actually, like, in the first probably ten anime that I had ever seen, and, uh, I really, really liked it at the beginning. I first put it as a ten, and then, like, as I started watching more and more anime over the years, I bumped it down to a nine, (laughs) and now it's, like, still at an eight. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's falling. Got progressively worse. <laughs> Next watch, it'll be a seven. It's just, I think actually I enjoyed it the most this time because I'm like a little older and a little more mature, or maybe I just paid more attention. Uh, there mm-hmm. are definitely scenes that like mattered more to me on this watch through than they have any time before, or scenes that I didn't have to fucking work so hard to try and understand the metaphors that they're going for, or what they're trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I still really like Toradora. I think as far as rom-com goes, I think it's uh, kind of one of the staples of the genre to me. Yeah. Uh, I think it has a pretty pretty good size cast of characters that all get a decent amount of development, except for Kitamura, like what Parker said. I don't think <laughs> I don't think he's the him. best character. Uh, he's the worst. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I really, really like this show a lot. I still have, like, a lot of emotional sentiment with it. I don't know if that's the right word. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just always have a good time watching it, and it's one of those, like, uh, just gives me a good feeling when I rewatch it. I usually rewatch it, like, once every one or two years. Hmm. Cute. <laughs> you know, I think one of the things I don't like about uh just slice of lives in general especially like romantic ones is that they're usually really tropey mm-hmm, and yeah. writing and i associate tropey writing with lazy writing just like isekais or like whatever because <laughs> it's like you have a format and then like there's a thing that happens and then they always do like the same thing like i mean this was one of the ogs for in terms of like goaded romance anime but i was just like I was like, ah, oh, yes, the pool scene. Ah, oh, yes, the school festival. Ah, oh, yes, <laughs> the school bra- I was like, this is the most trophy. No. Yeah, it was just like one thing after another where I was like, bro, I could have I predicted all of this right just from knowing what genre it was. All I'm saying, And that it though, takes place in a school. It's a, roman- it's a romantic comedy. Did not have an onsen scene. True. Well, they have the implied onsen. It's implied, but they didn't show it. <laughs> That's right. It's implied, and they didn't show it. Um, you know what? Good on Toradora. Round of applause. I will say, uh, we as a podcast and as an anime community at large shit on Joey the Anime Man a lot. There. Anyways, moving on. Uh, no, it's. Uh, <laughs> He had a take a couple years ago that I agree with, and it's that it can be harder to watch these, like, sort of genre staples that are a few years older because so many tropes that got established in these shows have been Mm -hmm. so overdone that if you're watching it for the first time in 2023, it 
feels stale, even though it was yeah. new at the time. Yeah. Uh, and I don't really think there's anything anyone can do about it, but I do think it's an interesting conversation to have. Yeah. I think I... it just comes with, like, what would you say? Not the genre, but the, just, the like, territory. with TV in general, <laughs> paradigm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, of television, because, like, American cartoons do the same shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. They have all, yeah. they have all the, like, the staple episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, I mean, there's that, and then also, this is, like, a, I think it's, like, just an anime-specific thing. I've never really seen this in American television or American cartoons, but I noticed uh, a lot of anime will do this thing where characters will just, like, turbo blame themselves for something completely random that's not really in their control or their <laughs> fault and they'll be like it's all my fault ah! <laughs> and i hate when characters do that it's just really annoying it's kind of like it kind of reminds me of like it's not exactly the same but the end of um ranking of kings i just thought was such a weird ending because the shadow guy was such a homie oh, and then all, yeah. of a sudden, all of a sudden he was just like no, I'm not good enough because of blah, 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 even though he was, like, a goaded character for the whole show. Yeah. And this show kind of does, like, a similar thing where it's just, like, like, the main dude is so fucking goaded. This guy, like, oh, yeah, he's in queens. He's, the he's a fucking legend. He's <laughs> pulling. And then at the end, he's just, like, he, like, makes an honest mistake. Like, and it's, I don't even know if you can blame him for it. And then he just has this fucking existential breakdown and starts weeping. I'm like, shut the fuck fuck up <laughs> like hold your See, head up amazing you shut the fuck up i think when characters do that though where they start blaming themselves as long as it's done right in context i think it can be fine just because it is kind of real for how people feel like for instance yeah. i tend to blame myself for a lot of things so stuff like that could be seen as reasonable in my opinion just because mm -hmm. i have a lot of self-loathing and low self-esteem already so that's like relatable so i don't know if it's relatable to you ray do you have like confidence <laughs> i don't know if it's that i don't know if it's like i think i just usually feel like it's overdone yeah you know mm, like i true. could see like like in this show i could see like oh he probably feels a bit of guilt for like reconnecting a family that he didn't really completely understand mm -hmm. but then at the same time it's like if you were to think about it yourself it would be like well i was just trying to like help her and it went wrong. So you feel a little guilty, but you don't need to fucking, like, run away from home and, like, I don't know, you know. And then yeah. the same thing with, like, the him, um, like, like with his mom, when his mom was like, I'm going to get a second job. And he's just like, no! <laughs> and then he, like, suddenly feels this immense wave of guilt for her, like, working. Yeah. Even though, like, he's going to school full-time and making all her meals and basically taking care of her except for <laughs> working he's doing everything except working and he's just like it's because i didn't do enough and i'm like bro I, it's you're doing fine i don't like that he made his mom cry at that one point though yeah that was mean. i i hated that oh yeah was, that scene kind of came out of nowhere it was mean i was like ryuji what the fuck your mom is goaded she's a she's a nice milf and yet here you are <laughs> I was about to, yeah, that's down like, on I, your, I so your milf mom on the streets. Yeah, why are you roasting your milf mom? Your stepmom. I don't know if I would exactly call Ryuji's mom goaded, 
Uh, but I do think she's pretty cool. <laughs> she's not ungoated. She's doing her best. She's doing her best. She's a single mom. More power to her. You know what I'm saying? She's working as a questionable stripper. Okay. She, she's doing she her raised best. him. She raised him right. She did. I guess yeah, compared to every other character's parents in the show, she is the best one. And by yeah. that I mean we only get to see her. And Tyga's two parents, and (laughs) the bar for both of them is, like, in hell. You know, actually, (laughs) you did get to hear about uh, Kitamura's dad, who punched him in the face. And that made me hate his dad. It's like, bro, at least your milf mommy doesn't punch you. Milf mommy hugs her well, son and was, says, I love you. It's because he dyed his hair blonde and yeah, his dad's like, enough blonde. of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you want attention? <laughs> and then the link click scene plays and everyone's like, holy shit, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Bro, I can't believe Ryuji is discriminated against because he looked more Asian than his classmates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whenever, when I saw Ryuji, they're like, he's got them eyes. And his eyes are just like more Japanese than his classmates. And I was like, crying. I was like, so Ryuji is just Japanese. <laughs> I, they're just racist. I did think the first scene that we really see of Ryuji like in public is him walking down the street. And two of his classmates are like, oh, fuck, we're sorry. And they just drop their wallets and hand it to him. He doesn't say a word. He goes and turns him in at Lost and Found. I did I, uh, like when he ahead. slicked his hair back, he did look like an actual, like, Yakuza member. Oh, he definitely yeah. did. He just needed yeah. the tats. I uh, I was pointing this out to Parker on the side, but his the idea of him and his... Sorry, his dad and his mom. Yeah. They look exactly like Ryuji and Taiga, if you've ever noticed. Like, Ryuji's dad is the exact same as Ryuji. Like, they look, like, identical. Yeah. If you look at Taiga, she's literally just his mom. She has the same hair and everything. Just yeah. slightly different. Like, a slightly different shade of blonde. And Are I was like, accusing hmm. incest? <laughs> One sass. <now. laughs> hey, I'm accusing of a guy liking what he likes. His milf mommy, but small. Yeah, it's Freud's theory or whatever. (laughs) It's also just like an extremely common thing. A lot of like your small milf mommy. A lot of guys like girls that remind them of their mom in some way. Similar to my mother. Oh, it's 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 just oh, is that what it is? Yeah, that's a guys don't want to fuck their moms. They don't like their actual moms. A lot of guys like girls that have characteristics that their mom has. (laughs) Tell her 50 shades you know of gray. I'm not, I'm not getting into this. I'm not. <laughs> tell them, uh, tell them this TikTok. Why not? <laughs> I want to. No, wanna, let's I unpack wanna, this, Dylan. <laughs> I want to. I want your mom to listen to this episode now. How many of your, your exes song, remind you mm-hmm. of your mom? <laughs> As a side related kind of, I follow the subreddit called Tragedy on Reddit, of course, and it's tragedy spelled in such a stupid way to make fun of the kids who have stupid spelling names, like. As like if Park, Absidy. yeah, like Absidy and stuff like that, or a kid named Arson. They Xavier, post- Arson. Xavier's not that dumb. My no. little brother's name is Xavier. Xavier. Uh, no, Xavier uh, Elon's kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh okay, yeah, like that. that one. <laughs> but um, basically, there's this TikTok on there recently of this woman calling her son uh, Oedipus. 
Nice. Sick. She, she literally did the Oedipus complex and named her own son Oedipus. Oh my nice. god. And it's this TikTok of this woman saying, like, she's trying to call this, or she was listening to this mom call her son from a different class. She's like, Oedipus, Oedipus, come to mommy. <laughs> and this girl on TikTok was like, I can't believe this bitch named her son Oedipus. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the subtitles are funny because like the subtitles for Oedipus was literally like Ed A piss so the oh subtitles just had piss the entire time yeah. but yeah anyway Toradora Milf it's Mommy like the, it's like the jacket off thing on Twitter where they're like just like hi my name's fucking whatever Michael it off. Michael, Michael off or whatever the fuck. And he's like, we just had a baby boy. What should we name him? And he posted it on Twitter and the guy was like, Jack. <laughs> and then they actually <laughs> named him Jack. <laughs> no. Did you see in, the, yeah. in one of the new Jubilee videos that Cody Co reacted to, a guy's Twitter handle was Jack off Harlow? No. I, I think that's just pretty funny. Uh, anyways, <sighs> Toradora. Boom, yeah. Um I don't know what were you guys' like favorite and least favorite characters. Least favorite? Mm. Kitamura. Well, it seems like everyone hates yeah. Kitamura. Actually everyone my least Kitamura. favorite was Ami, I think. Really? Really? Yeah, because I think Ami was a character where the exploration could have been interesting if they had gone a little further in. That's uh fair. but she didn't really I mean, I don't know. To me, she didn't really develop enough. It was just kind of like she's introduced as like a fake bitch and then her like <laughs> true colors are shown and she's like actually not that much of a bitch. But then like she continues acting like a bitch for the rest of the show. And it's just kind of like and then she's also in love with Ryuji. But then she like never really confesses because she's like a hypocrite and like a pussy. She and it's just kind of like, like episode seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he never hears it, right? And she never, like, tells him to his face, like, hey, I'm I'm in love with you. Even though she's, like, making other characters do it. Yeah. I don't know. I think she's, uh, I don't know why she was in the show, I guess, is the best way to put it. I was, like, she didn't really serve a huge purpose other than to be, like, a mean character. I thought, honestly, without knowing that this anime came out in 2004, 6 era, mm -hmm. I thought, like she was supposed to potentially be a future love interest for Minorin. Minorin? Yeah. Because Minorin was, is obviously bisexual, of course, in the show, mm. because she admits that she likes Taiga in a, in a way, in a metaphorical way, because she's all about metaphors <laughs> and stuff. But she's also what likes, a big uh, brain character. <laughs> she also likes Ryuji, which of course caused like a bunch of problems. But like throughout the show, it kind of seems like Minorin kind of likes Ami, like she's even given her her yeah. own like personal yeah. nickname. Uh, yeah. It it seems like she's like they have like this playful banter slash bitchy banter, but like couples can have bitchy banters. It's fine, I guess, because mm -hmm. they work. It works into their character development. Mm -hmm. And I honestly thought they would be a couple because I think they Dude, kind of implied it. They're like in a house when like Tiger yeah. and Yuji leave, yeah, 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 and then yeah. they stay. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe they're <laughs> like a thing. She got so fucked over in the show. Minorin? She did everything right. And she got fucked over. She lost everything. She she even gave away yeah. her money and it was just never even addressed that she got a bath. Yeah, I wanted she, I was worried about that. She gave everything. 
She did everything oh, right. Yeah, she was she such did. a what the she fuck? was such a good fucking person. Oh, I forgot and about I, that. I was hoping that by the ending something at least one good thing would happen to her. Now, no, not one good thing happened to her throughout the entire show. The entire show is just shitting on her. Hey man, she has Ami now. She Parker, did spend sh- the entire show telling R- Ryuji to fuck off. In Parker, essence. she might. She might get yeah, a bitch girlfriend. You don't know this yet. It's true. She got nothing. <laughs> she might nothing get a model girlfriend. Nothing confirmed Bro. good ever happened to her. She Bro, just she... got shat on and shat on and shat on. Just Parker, such ass. She can get into her dream college because she has a bitch girlfriend who will help her get in there. <laughs> it's <okay>? true. <laughs> but she no, won't she be able can't. To pay she doesn't have any it. fucking money. <laughs> she doesn't have any money no, anymore. No, Ami's gonna pay for it. <laughs> She gave Taiga, who's already fucking rich, and Ryuji all her oh, money. Oh, yeah, like, why did Ta- Yeah, yeah, why did... Th- Taiga's rich. <laughs> she did say she was rich. Oh, so dumb. <laughs> just, she just does everything it's good, and nothing so fucking dumb. good happens to her in her turn. So- I she heard works, like, 20 billion jobs. I heard there's a visual novel that you could play. It's called... It's called something. I forgot what it's called. But it's, like, Toradora something. Where you play as Ryuji, and you can actually choose between the three girls instead of going with Taiga, because some yeah, people why believe pull in so hard. <laughs> I don't know. Some guys, some people believe that him and Ami should have been like the canon couple. Oh fuck, that's well, insanity. Well, the idea is that they're equals. Well, it's also because Ami was the most honest with him throughout the entire show, in a sense. Yeah, yeah Ami was a fucking raging bitch. <laughs> but you know what? I'll have you know, when I play Stardew Valley, I go for my bitch girlfriend the entire time. Her name's Haley. Jesus <laughs> My Christ. sisters know this. They're like, Brittany, we're playing Stardew Valley. Who's, who are you going for again? I'm like, my bitch girlfriend. The one who says that <laughs> I look You would have gone bad. after Ami. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was... I don't know. What about you, Dylan? Man, I don't know <laughs> if you guys are ready for this one. Okay. He, he likes Ami. My favorite character is Ami. That's absurd. His favorite, I, I remember you talking about it. Uh, no. Bam. To be honest, I don't really have a least favorite. I think Kitamura is, like, the least useful in the show. I actually think That's Ami insane. is a lot of what pushes the show forward. And she sparks, like, the entire ending of the show happens because of Ami. Yeah, because she's yeah. being convoluted and bitchy. But it's like, they would have <laughs> figured this out anyway. It's just like... She, like, pats herself on the back for being like, oh, I made you guys do this, but it's really just her being vengeful for liking Ryuji and then having two potential other candidates that he would like instead of her. It's, I don't know. My well, problem is, my problem with Ami is that I'm too stupid to tell when she's not being fucking fake. <laughs> the question is, changes. though, like, without Ami, would he have ended up with Taiga or would he have actually ended up with Minorin? Because Taiga would have done all she could have. To force the Minorin one. So I like to technically, think that he ended up with Minorin. She deserves something happy to happen to her. It's true. Instead I... of just getting shit on after shit on. And then finally, till, to the point where she has to fucking break down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then nothing and then nothing happened afterwards. Yeah, nothing even she comes just of it. she just had to she just got the breakdown and then put on a fake smile the next day. I really thought because of how Dylan uh well, okay. I say I really thought. I knew by the end of episode two that that wasn't going to be the case. But when Dylan was like, <laughs> a lot of people didn't like the ending, I was like, oh, maybe Ryuji ends up with Minorin, actually, instead of, like, <laughs> switching to Taiga. And I was like, that would have been kind of cool, I feel like. Yeah, if they just I, fucking but, how yeah, I, I met your mother, do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Yeah, you know what? I, I'll say Ami was a was a needed character because if you think about it, Ami pushing everyone to with her bitchiness to do things <laughs> actually did I think force the Taiga situation because she felt pity for Taiga at the end, so she kind of helped force it. Because I feel like if she wasn't here, Taiga would have forced Minarin finally to accept it and get with Ryuji. And then I think eventually yeah, Kitamura would have just been a Taiga. Because, like, he did have a crush on her before. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not like he doesn't still probably have a crush I on her. I mean, he just I gave think up. that would have been my preferred ending, though. I wish he, I wish Kitamura liked anybody. Uh, he, liked, he liked the he president. Liked the school president. He liked the president that looked exactly like Ami. Yeah, yep, he liked the president oh, who's like <laughs> she not even look, a character. Who also just Hana? like happens to do kendo. I did think that was really funny when they're just in the classroom. Taiga walks in so with a sword sick. and she just goes, kendo boy, your sword. And he's like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the, that, it was when they switched to the Kitamura arc is when I lost interest, I think, in the show. Yeah. Not like completely, yeah, but it was just like, it's like, okay, we're focused on Ryuji and Taiga so much, and then they need to do the Kitamura thing or something similar to be like, to basically have Taiga move on in a way. That's like, it's like, seemed like yeah. that's why they did it. Right. Because be, he's like, oh, I'm in love with this different girl now. I've like moved on sort of thing. So then she can, now she's able to move on completely. But I don't know. The arc was just fucking so annoying. And then he gets like, <laughs> by his father and then it's just like what, gets, what's going on clicked and you're like yeah. Holy <laughs> and then he like is just being annoying and like not like doing shit that you know he's gonna end up doing and then and then of course they start like going into all the other characters and i was like okay this is a little this is a lot that sword fight scene was set though I was yeah, saying was during that scene you know what sometimes you just need to brawl out all out with someone <laughs> You know, personally, I wish I would have done the so. Kitamura arc much earlier on in the anime, just because I feel like the resolution at the end was too quick. Because yeah, you just had you had Taiga struggling with her feelings for Kitamura, and it feels like she dropped him way too close to the ending. And then Ryuji's is yeah. doubly so. Like, Ryuji dumped Minoran's, like, feelings. In, in an episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in, like, one episode, and you're like, huh? Yeah. I mean, I think it's apparent that Taiga's, like, moved moved on over Kitamura kind of early, because at, at a point, she gets, like, she starts to get, like, gradually less and less flustered mm -hmm. towards the end when she's around him. So it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. And then they show, like, a few, like, really small scenes where it's, like, it's obvious that she's switching who she has feelings for but then yeah. yeah ryuji is just fucking like he has feelings with minorin up until like the end and then all of a sudden it's just like nah actually <laughs> nah you know what? now you mention it i've made taiga too many bento boxes to can not want to marry her <laughs> can I, yeah can we just say the spoiler yeah the fact that the, they went from maybe being okay with saying goodbye to minorin to the point where he's like yeah let's get eloped Fuck it. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm over the moon for you. Let's marry. <laughs> Let's fall over a bridge, almost die. And you know what? Fuck it. Let's yeah. get oh, married. Okay. I don't know how he... They like, showed up like a wide shot of the fucking bridge. And it's fucking huge. Yeah. And then they zoom in and he's standing in the water. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck he lived that shit. <laughs> yeah, dude definitely broke his ankles. Like, I don't know what's happening. Also, uh, like... What do you guys think of the confession that happens? Like, cause she's knocked out during the 
the snow trip, the ski trip. I found it to be a cop-out for mm-hmm. her admitting her feelings, but it mm-hmm. still felt it was cute because I like romance anime. However, cop-out. Because, like, she's like, Ryuji? Nah, you're Kitamura. Anyway, I love Ryuji. <laughs> and I'm just like, um... Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, a little, it was a little weird. Yeah, uh, I... I think the way it plays out is strange, but I think on paper it makes sense. I mean, Taiga's, like, the Sundere character. And mm-hmm. there's no way she would ever admit to Ryuji that she was in love with him until it was already established and she felt like, okay, saying it. And then it mm-hmm. also progresses Minarin's arc with the classroom scene where she forces Taiga to come to terms with it. Yeah. Um. So I think it, like, I understand why it was written that way, but I agree it does feel like a cop-out. I would have liked to see, like, a real confession scene. Yeah. Uh, they do sub that out. We actually get a romance anime where the characters kiss, which for like ten years, just no romance anime characters ever mm. kissed, and it drove yeah, me the kiss fucking looked, nuts. The kiss it was, was animated weird. so weird. It looked like they like weren't even touching lips. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and there was no sound either, so I was just like, what the. It just made me uncomfortable. They're like, more, more, <laughs> more. And I'm like, dude, okay. I thought it was cute. Let's chill. Let's <laughs> chill for a second. You guys are in public and in a river. <laughs> well, no, they weren't in public I, when they are kissing. Yeah, I was talking about the at their grandparents' kissing. house. Kissing. Wait, what was they that? Were, they were inside of Ryuji's grandparents' house. And then Ryuji's uh, grandparents said, oh, because you guys are supposedly getting married, you guys get to sleep together. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, kind of weird thing for parents. And then Taida kept saying, more, (laughs) more. I thought it was cute, And then it turned into a hentai. And then it turned into a hentai. (laughs) I mean, I thought it was cute in the fact, in the fact that Ryuji and her finally, like, basically cemented their feelings. Mm. And Taiga actually told him what she wanted, which was to be kissed by him, finally. Yeah. Because... The entire time, you just see Taiga kind of, like, never showing what she actually wants from him, in a way. Yeah. So, this, that that scene did cement the feelings better. Yeah, but it was okay. It was cute. It was cute. And at least it didn't... I mean, it didn't progress from there. It's just all... It all implied. Use your imagination <laughs> what happened. You don't know. <laughs> and then we got a fucking another jump cut in time step. It was like a yeah. one day time skip to them riding the train back. It was like it was like it was like a one day and then a one month and then like a three month time skip like back to year. back to back and then yeah, yeah. and then like a year a year time skip. All I'm saying is I like Charlotte's <laughs> ending and if you remember Charlotte's ending, that shit is like That's, five years and true. five minutes. <laughs> that is true. But they just cut that to the true. important shit. I didn't need all the fucking filler. <laughs> all right. Why didn't you like the ending, Parker? I just felt, uh, so, like, everything kind of, it just felt, like, not like the rest of the season's fucking, uh, uh, what's the word? Progression. Uh-huh. It just, it just felt rushed. It felt more rushed than everything else. I don't remember the word. The, mm-hmm. how things are paced. The pacing. Okay. Um, the pacing just felt like, disconjointed from like the rest of the like 
every other episode and it just felt super rushed and forced and it felt like it almost felt like it was like four episodes inside of one hmm. yeah and it was just skipping around and just said this is happening now this is happening now all right fuck you marrying uh we're done <laughs> yeah i don't understand where uh taiga's mom came from kind of i understand end? yeah i understand yeah. that taiga said she went away with her mom briefly when after like the ski trip mm -hmm. but then like suddenly you see taiga's mom on the streets with his milf mommy oh, and you're yeah. like what the fuck who the fuck are you and yeah. also like she stopped talking when ryuji was yelling at his mom and called her a piece of shit that ran yeah, away that was so yeah. random i was like ryuji what the fuck yeah he's so goaded and then he just fucking shits on his mom oh my bad oh, no. my i have a i have to say my least favorite character actually i'm gonna update this is inko chan don't like the bird thought the bird was stupid yeah the what? bird was stupid <laughs> no dude, way dude i hate the, the bird the real the bird got more the bird got more attention than monitor or whatever her name is marine monitoring that is just not true inko chan got inko chan got more progression because he minto chan got to say her name minoran still okay. getting fucked I, I, over. I got a question yeah what's the significance of inko chan saying his name there oh, is. Names. It's just that Ryuji <laughs> sends the entire show, and anytime Inko chan says anything that starts with I, he's like, Holy shit, he's gonna do it. He's gonna say his name, guys. Shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, it's happening. And then he says something else that's like kind of funny in quotes on, in context. Quote, funny. Um, and then at the end, he gets to say his name. That's what I was okay, talking about when I said you need to watch the post credit scene to get the actual Ex ending. Explain to me why Inko-chan- Oh, that's what you're talking about? Okay, wait, yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Explain to me why Inko-chan is on the cover of Toradora. When you look at the cover of Toradora, mm. you just see Ryuji Taiga back to back, but then you see Inko-chan in the upper corner, basically eliminating the white space, doing like a kung right. fu move, and you're like, right. why the fuck are you there? You don't- you're not it's because so much of the show is talking about animals like fucking dragons and tigers and shit and how they stand on equal terms but there's this thematic underlying theme that's going on with inko talking about the birds the birds were there any bees in the show the birds are taking over it's like wait is that book actually called birds the one where they like all fall through the ceiling and like kill everybody in the town or whatever. Oh yeah, that's called the birds. Yeah, the birds. Oh, yeah, yeah. That short story <laughs> goes movie? crazy. <laughs> yeah, the movie. It's originally goes even wilder. <laughs> it's originally a short story. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Anyway, we went off topic. What were we on again about the ending? <laughs> I I just wanted to know why he, Parker didn't like it. Yeah, it just felt it just felt rushed. I don't yeah. know. It just felt kind of. It just made me feel like. I like I enjoyed the series all the way through, and the ending just kind of felt unsatisfying, weirdly enough. I personally mm -hmm. feel like they could have done an OVA for the ending, and that would have been much more satisfying. Like they ended the anime and then went straight to like a hour and a half like OVA episode where it goes through like more time skippy stuff. So it shows like Taiga and like Ryuji like uh, face to face with their own feelings still, mm -hmm. and then a res like a revolution or resolution at the end where they finally like come back together and they're like yeah we still love each other and, yeah. and it sees them off or whatever but i don't know the end of toradora was just like parker said too rushed yeah like yeah. it could have been dragged out even if there was no ova it could have been dragged out at least to like 30 episodes that yeah. would have that would have been so much well, better i could have just cut some of the other episodes too <laughs> yeah true uh or i, I could have cut think... all kitamura arc <laughs> 
none of you guys have seen this show, I don't think, but uh, one of my other favorite romance animes is called Suki Gakire, uh, and it has, like, what a lot of people would say is the, like, one of the best endings in romance anime, where essentially after the last episode, they're still, like, middle schoolers in the very early stages. They had, like, just gotten together and they were figuring things out, and it's, like, that awkward, cute puppy love thing is most of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but the final credits get replaced with, uh, like a long series of text messages and it shows them getting new phones like throughout the years. And it's just like small text exchanges between them from like when the girl is coming home from college or like, uh, the guy telling his mom that him and the girl like got pregnant and they're expecting their first kid. Mm. And then there's like text talking about their wedding and text talking about picking up their kids from school. And it's just a really sweet way to do a time skip without it feeling super jarring, in my opinion. Mm. That's kind of cute. Imagine I, that I would be kind of there for wedding. that. <laughs> you get it through text. Hey, mom got married. No, I feel like emoji. how they should have. Nice. No, and then and then they send another text. It's not a time skip. You're in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> dot dot dot. <laughs> I feel like how they should have ended it is Taiga comes back and then Ryuji's with Minorin after all. <laughs> and then it cuts and it ends. You know what would be funny is if uh, Taiga comes back and she's actually really tall and looks more like his mom. I thought like, she was going to be tall. <laughs> I thought she was going to be tall, but then she was still small. She was still a small child. Small girl. Um, one of my favorite scenes in this show is, I think it's in episode 17, it's the scene, like, right after the the culture festival when uh, Taiga loses her student, like, the, the school notebook, and all of them are in the hallway, and it's, like, Ami and her two friends, and then Minari's kind of off to the side, and uh, Ami's friends, like, find Taiga's notebook, and they flip through it, and they see the picture of Taiga and Kitamura, and they're like, wow, she really does like this guy. They talk about it for a little bit, and then Ami says, like, oh, I'll take that and I'll give it back to her, uh, and then as she's walking away with her friends, she, like, whispers to uh, Minari, guilt all gone, mm-hmm. which for a long time I didn't understand, like, what that scene meant, and I had to, I was gonna say I had to think about it, I looked it up on Reddit, I looked okay. at what other people <laughs> said, <laughs> um, nice. uh, a lot of people were saying, like, there's so many layers to the scene. Like, uh, at this point, it's already well established that Minarin likes uh, Ryuji, that mm-hmm. Ami likes Ryuji, and that no one is making any fucking moves to make anything happen. Mm-hmm. And so Ami lets her friends find the picture of Taiga and Kitamura so that uh, Minarin gets the idea that, like, oh, maybe Taiga still does, like, Kitamura after all like maybe it's okay for me to like try and move in on Ryuji and that's why she grabs the notebook before they get to talk about the picture of Taiga Mm. and Ryuji together and then her whispering guilt all gone is her trying to say like you don't have to feel guilty about liking him anymore like Mm -hmm. do your best for yourself and that's why she kind of like scowls at the end or just looks upset as she's walking away that's why it pans back to her face yeah Ami's uh, a hypocrite still yeah <laughs> I think and Ami's also like face. what are you facilitating by doing that because you know that 
Taiga is into Ryuji and so is Minorin, so it's just kind of like I don't I don't <laughs> I don't know if there's like a good reason to do that. There's Start two ways you can interpret it in my opinion. One is that Ami's being a vindictive bitch and she hopes by like <laughs> yeah, putting all of this into motion, she hopes that like everything just fucking explodes and then Ryuji's left with no one except for her. Um or two, you can view it as like her just looking to push her friends to get what they want, even being mm. self-sacrificing for what she wants. Mm, I think I it's, like a, it's first a little one. bit of both. No, I do I feel like it's a little one. bit of both. That was <laughs> definitely both. The first like two times I watched the show, I did not like Ami's character at all. I was like, okay, she's like Based. a stuck-up bitch, and Kitamura wants her to be a stuck-up bitch, <laughs> yeah. but like an honest stuck-up bitch, and then she just is a stuck-up bitch, and that's the show. Like, yeah, she's just like a Being facilitator honest. character. She kind of reminds me of that character in a in a different way in Inception, where it's that guy who just explains all the rules of Inception so that the viewers can understand what's happening. She's just like the plot mover. Like she doesn't. She's not actually like a character. She's just there to like push the plot. I don't know. I think she's interesting. I like her character. I think a lot of her scenes are really well done. Like, the scene right. when they're getting ready for the Christmas party, and Ryuji and her end up in the room by themselves, and she's mm-hmm. like, why are you playing house with Taiga and Kitamura? Like, yeah, there's daddy. no reason for you to be doing this. <laughs> I mean, that was a base. That was a base take. It's like, yeah, yeah why good, are you playing dad? Yeah. Um, God, there's... I just like a lot of Ami moments, to be honest. God, uh, the Christmas ooh. singing scene was so creepy. I mean, the song was good. I thought then, it, I thought it was creepy, but too. But then you look at them, and like with their makeup on, they looked like the exact same person, but it was so creepy. It's like, ugh. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> like how they were drawn. I agree, too. I didn't like how they looked, either. <laughs> like, bad. Uh, one of the other scenes know. I really like that's like no comment, no comment. <laughs> yeah, no, I I was gonna move on from that one. I don't know. I thought the Christmas party like didn't really need to be animated all that much. Like you can just show that it's happening, and then you can show Ryuji going to Taiga's house and then waiting outside of the school for Minarine, and boom, all the important parts are covered. Yeah. Um. Yeah. One of my other scenes that I really like happens in like pretty early on in the beach house arc. Uh, and it's Minarine and Ryuji's mm. conversation about finding ghosts, mm-hmm. which is very oh, obviously like a metaphor for love. But yeah. uh, I was reading about that on Reddit as well. Fun thing about Toradora, super randomly, the show's like almost 20 years old and it still has a super active community on Reddit. Hmm. That's wild. Yeah, there's like That's pretty awesome. frequent posts in r slash Toradora, <laughs> and then there's like Church of Ami where people just post Ami fan art, and I swear that gets like five posts a day, which feels insane. Jesus, that there's, curse. there's curse. Church of Minorian. Uh, like That's fine. <laughs> I, I just think it's fun. I like that the show still has a community. I don't know why it's this show out of everything. But, uh, Better this than Haruhi, I guess. That's what I was thinking, <laughs> dude. I was thinking the same and sad fucking thing. This show reminds me so much of Haruhi. I, yeah, but Haruhi doesn't deserve. Yeah, but Haruhi is way more trash than this show, admittedly. <laughs> Haru, um, at least the characters in this, at least like the main character in this series was likable. Yeah. Yeah. True. Tough one. Um. So I read like a breakdown of the ghosts conversation. I already knew it was Minarine trying to be like, oh, like, I don't know if I'll ever find love. I don't know if I truly believe it exists. Um, yeah. 
the part of it that I think is really interesting is kind of a really small detail where uh, Ryuji, after Minarin's, like, initial sort of monologue, he says, I have it pulled up, which is why I'm going to read it. Uh, he basically says that he wants to see ghosts, which is a parallel for him, like, wanting to fall in love, and that he's trying to go to places with them, which is him, like, actively mm-hmm. searching for that love. And then yeah. he talks about other characters in the show. He mentions people who have seen them, but then tried to deny their existence, which is mm-hmm. talking about Kitamura saying he doesn't have feelings for Taiga anymore and rejecting her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He says there are those that put in an effort to finally be able to see them, which is talking about Ami, like, putting in effort to get Ryuji to love her instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then... I think there's just a bunch of, like, small little moments that make me love this show, kind of like those. Uh, Ryuji mm. kind of ends it with saying, like, I don't think you should resign yourself to never being able to see one in your life, like, telling her to keep looking for love, and then he tells her that there's probably someone out there that's waiting for her to see a ghost, uh-huh. which is, like, the closest <laughs> thing we ever get to a confession from Ryuji towards me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just a confession. <laughs> it's just a confession. I liked what she said. I like girls. Yeah. <laughs> During that I like confession. Girls. That was my favorite part of the show. I was like, I whoa, like are you actually gay? But then she, she turns out to be bi. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's close enough. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> but it was so sad because I think, uh, who said it? Was it Ami that said that she was rejected by both Ryuji and Taiga? And that's that sounds suck. like Ami. She's like, damn, girl, that sucks. Yeah. two people at the same time yeah i don't yeah. feel anything for her oh no it was <laughs> ami talking about minarin she it's a scene where i think for some reason i remember them being like on minarin's bed or still at her house and huh? she's like damn you got <laughs> dumped by taiga and ryuji uh which is a pretty common sentiment when stuff like this happens like if someone's best friends of two people and they end up getting together it feels like you kind of lose both of them to each other mm-hmm. um i had deeper yeah. meaning than that i think considering that uh minarin was like super down bad for both of course <laughs> minarin ado- Min- she just got fucked the entire yeah series. even her money got fucked like <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> she just lost everything okay she, she didn't lose she didn't lose her money she gave it up it's not like Taiga and Ryuji she broke into her house her and money. held her at gunpoint. She lost, Listen she here, you know what? First love, she, she gave her, her money love, away, and then Taiga reconnected with her bitch wealthy mom and got all her money, <laughs> and, and then money. kept Minorin's money too because she doesn't give a shit about her best friend. So Minorin just got bitch. fucked over. <laughs> she, she's trying Taiga to get that bag. <laughs> God, Taiga looks meaner in the eye and goes, Miarin, can I please still keep your money? Yeah. You know, sure, Taiga, bet, you can have my yeah, money. She's the ultimate black I bet she didn't even get into that sports college either. Yeah. Uh, they said, you don't have enough money to get into this sports college, but imagine if you, if you had worked, worked like 80 hours a week. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if you worked more jobs instead of goofing off in high school, you'd have get in. Yeah. God. Yeah. Poor Miarin. Uh, what did you guys think about the whole arc with Tyga's dad? That was one that used to piss me off a lot. Still kind of does. What a fucker. What can I say? Tyga's bitch dad. It was weird. What a fucker. I don't know. I don't think... I mean, uh, I mean it was like... 
it was like one of those things where I was like, this feels really abrupt and short. And it mm-hmm. felt like more of a, a more of a vehicle to make Ryuji self-analyze than anything to actually do with Taiga. And I think like mm-hmm. the, it's such a like weird thing for like, like if you're in real life for your dad to be like, okay, let's reconnect. And then just fucking completely, you know, blindside you. Like, I think that's like something that would be not super likely to happen, um, even though it's possible. And then that's what happens in the show. And I was like, I mean, I'm not entirely understanding why, other than, of course, the things that come after that they wrote it like this. I was really confused about the apartment scene where Milf Mommy catches uh, Tyga's dad, like, just shuffling things about. Oh, and like she's moving just out? Like, oh, yeah. 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 And she's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just getting movers and stuff. And then that's never addressed. Like... Yeah. I'm so confused by that scene. Because, like, Taiga never mentions that she's moving. Her stuff looks like it's all in the same place as it's always been. Ryuji never brings it up. It's only his mom. It's like she saw a ghost or something and it never happened. She saw a real ghost. (laughs) She saw a real ghost. (laughs) I mean, that was was quick as fuck. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Taiga's dad just kind of, like, pulls out, like before the move happens she he's just like gone again yeah i don't really know what his motivation was there's no like logical reason that i can think of for him to come back to her life for like two weeks and then dip to want to be a bitch yeah uh i don't know i started thinking like did he just start to feel guilty and he's like oh i should try and have a relationship with my daughter and then he tried for a couple weeks and he was like oh it's actually not worth it to me still (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> like there's nothing else i can think of it's just a, it's i just think like, it's just you a know vehicle, what maybe this isn't what i want it doesn't it makes no logical sense to be like i you're gonna move in with me i'm taking you back you're my fucking daughter and we're repairing this to just randomly being like Bye. nope like that's not a thing that happens, so I don't know. It was, I it was mean, weird. That, these so man, that was in the apps where I was like, "This is fucking stupid." Man's realized how much a daughter is worth. Yeah. He, he's like, "Bro, I got divorced. My wife was worth a lot of money, and now I have a daughter. Let's go help my daughter out." Realizes my daughter's worth a lot of money. Fuck, she she, she wants expensive shit. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Women. He's chasing that bag, bro. Women. <laughs> Can't live with them. That's Can't live it. without them. Can't live with them. Can't live with them. He That's said, it. I'm gonna get the milk. See ya. And then he started a Sigma grind set YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the only explanation is yeah. that women just cost too much, and he yep. left. <laughs> women. It cost him more money to leave when he came back into Tiger's life. He pulled all the money out of her bank account. Yeah. Oh, you're right. And then he left and she had money again. So all I can assume is that he started just funding her again. Hmm. Or it's her mom funding her. Could be her mom too, yeah. Yeah. Mom's like, I know how much women cost. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I liked women. It's like half unlike the your rent. father. <laughs> I wish they would yeah. have resolved their relations like the relationship between Ryuji and Taiga much earlier, and I wish Ryuji would have done like that cheesy shit he wanted to do with a uh, meaner and like write her a song or write her a love letter or something. And yeah. I wanted to see like that happen where he realizes he has so much like he has feelings for Taiga so much so that he's like 
like subconsciously like writing notes about like confessing to her or like doing like making a mixtape or something yeah. and then he's like oh what am i doing this is silly of me kind of i wanted to see something like that because yeah. like a like the slow realization like oh this girl i've been with for like a year almost i actually really really do like her and then mm. i wanted to see like the reverse for like taiga realizing like she's wearing a lot of like she's wearing ryuji scarf a lot or something and then yeah. like blushing and saying like oh wait what am i doing Type deal. Like Ooh. I wanted, I wanted to see the realization on both ends. Yeah, and yeah. Really show fast. that. Yeah. What do you mean? Ryuji did realize it. <laughs> in like, like ten seconds. Of one second. <laughs> yeah. And he realized it. It's true, and he's like, "Let's get married right now." Uh, and I was like, "Dude, we should get married." What do you mean? He realized it when he was walking her up the mountain, and she unconsciously told him <laughs> that she was in love with him, and then he was like, "Oh, you know." Uh, me too <laughs> I, I think like also just for these shows like these types of shows to have a really satisfying ending even though it's kind of cheesy i think like just showing what happens after because like i mean mm -hmm. obviously they re-meet yeah. up at the end and then it ends and like you can assume whatever but um i think like the end of fruits basket is super satisfying because they're fucking they're like ancient they're fucking old like cowboy and main girl they're just like they're grand, they're like grandparents, and they're like holding hands and walking off into the distance, and it's just like, oh, that's so cute. But for this show, it's like their senior year of high school, and she's like inside <laughs> of the closet or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then see when you said that, I my mind went to the ending of the quintessential quintuplets movie, hmm. which is like the ending of the series. Yeah. Without that's spoiling. where my that's where my mind. Yeah, I didn't just say that's just where my mind went mm. to. You get the you get to see the wedding. Yeah. Which that isn't a spoiler. You know he marries one of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you get to see like where everyone is and like what everyone's doing and then you get to see the actual wedding and then there's like this cute other scene yeah yeah i think it was just slightly unsatisfying but it was it wasn't like bad or egregious i will say i like the openings and endings for this show the uh, music pre parade is still like a <laughs> i skipped like them every one time. of my favorites uh i think <laughs> that okay. ending two is also pretty good Actually, you don't like silty no, love. No, my silty love. The endings that's were a, the that's endings ending were pretty too. good. <laughs> no, no, that's opening. opening that's too. opening too. Oh fuck, you're right. I don't, oh yeah, ending my two is love. orange. Yeah, I like yeah. my silty yeah. love. I think it's okay. The endings were good. The I think, openings I think were they're all okay. Especially season one opening, I couldn't sit through it. Even the first time watching it, I skipped it. <laughs> it was like uh, what? I think season one. Was I think one season my, one's OP was better than season two's. It was my season least favorite OP in. in a while, bro. I skipped that shit I, so fast. It's super that's different, based. but I like it. No, nah, it's super generic. Honestly, that's kind of base. I like when Tyga pulls her sock up and glares at you. I like when Tyga yeah. pulls a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I like socks. Is that the only part you watched? That's like the first second of the opening. Exactly. Only, Name honestly, me one other animation yeah. that happens because it the takes other a second seconds. for you to press <laughs> skip right. intro. I'm gonna be real. That's, <laughs> exactly. that's, like that's the only animation playing. I remember. I got you. Don't Ami's... pull up the episode. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. My hands are right here. Ami, literally standing there as a model in her white dress, and she's like, "Ugh." And then also, Taiga has her kendo sword at the end of the opening. I remember right, the milk holding Into Chan. <laughs> what? The milk and Into Chan. Oh yeah, the milk and Into Chan. You're right. 
I mean, I can even tell you in the second opening. You see Taiga wearing her white dress, and then all the other kids are just standing around her desk, and she looks up at Ryuji smiling, and then the other two girls come <laughs> up, and Ami's just like, mm, at the <laughs> end. <laughs> pretty, pretty accurate, honestly. I've, man, I pass. Pass. <laughs> yeah, Brittany watched the OP. I only watched them a few times. I kind of skipped them. Yeah, it's because I watched them enough. (laughs) No, it's more like I watch them enough to like get them in my brain for anime music quiz, and then I'm like, later. No, if this shit comes up, I will not know it. I I did not listen to it. I thought it was so bad. (laughs) Well, that's free points for us, baby. Uh, And that's our review of Toradora the anime. That's right. Uh. Next episode is going to be a show of Britney's choice, which she will announce for us and right which we now. voted for in advance. That's right, <laughs> we did a vote, and it was originally going to be Scafinity. However, a turn of events has occurred, a twist, you may say, <laughs> and now we're watching Chobits. I'm so excited. Oh, I've been wanting to watch Chobits for so oh, long. Oh, I regret uh, nothing. I regret fucking. I regret nothing, nothing too. dude. You didn't realize it? No. So no. so Brittany so Brittany made. I don't know like, what Chobits is like, about, bro. Oh, I knew what Chobits oh, was I about. I have no idea. So she made little random things. Chobits was titled "Don't pick, Don't Put Your Dick in AI," and I knew I haven't even seen Chobits. I just I just know the opening, so I knew immediately. I'm like, oh, that's Chobits. That's oh, what you got from the Chobits you. opening. <laughs> let me be with you. That's fucking basically goaded. You are a psychopath. A quick little <laughs> summary. Chobits is basically about a young country boy who's very poor and he wants uh he basically wants the new fad which is like persona comms or whatever they're called Mm. and it's basically like AI robot girls that you can purchase and they basically be your companion well he's too poor for one but then he accidentally finds one in like the trash so then he like takes her home and he's like, I'm gonna see if I can fix this or turn her on or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he oh, he turns <laughs> her on. Like, all right. I can fix her. No, they're robots. Okay, so he turns her on and realizes that she doesn't have like and their any. Their babies yet. are called Chobits. <laughs> yes. Well, he realizes that she doesn't have any programs installed except for one, and she's basically like a newborn AI. And it's basically the anime's about. <sighs> It's a romance anime, and it's asking a question: Can a guy love an AI, and can an AI love a guy? It's kind of let me be with let me be with you. Ironically, it actually matches modern day themes because I don't know if you guys have heard, but there are people who actually purchase like AI wives and girlfriends, Mm -hmm. and they actually like have them as their like yeah their companions. There was like a there was a shutdown on Twitter actually recently. Where this website shut down and it had so many AI girlfriends and wives on there and people were freaking yeah, out because yeah, yeah. like my wife is gone. That. Yeah, people were really upset about it. They hold funerals yeah. for their kind dead AI wives. Well, yeah, so basically, it's like a big deal. It's crazy so, although, you called that a modern theme when Smash Hit Her came out ten years ago. I liked her. Okay, but anyway, ten years ago though. Probably. Uh, Chobits is much older. It's early two thousands. old. Yeah, Chobits. But anyway, is it has. Chobits is an older anime, so <laughs> let's all get into the older anime mindset nice. before watching. All right, boys. Let, all I know is let me be with you. Let me be. Yeah, with now you. that's a good OP. Do, do. I won't skip that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna skip that, that one. That one's sick. what a great OP. <laughs> but anyway, that was the episode. Join us on Twitter, Insta, Discord, maybe TikTok, yeah, YouTube. Do the you know, we have it all. Follow us. Be-
Yeah. <laughs> we need good taste if we only have bad.